This is even more about nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, in for another special interruption. The false start of the summer. Your boy, Pink Pool, I'm gonna keep reporting in, you know. It's been it's been a hot summer. Yeah, false start, like yeah. <laughs> it was hundred yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah, listen. No. I thought it was gonna be a hot boy summer for me. I lied. It's an indoor summer for me. I'm not leaving my house. I hundred and eight degrees in the car? No, I got back in my car, I was like, nah, I can't do it. I'm away. This is another episode of Even More About Nothing. And we're back. Kinda. Almost. More on that later. As always, your humble and gracious host. Shout out to the Godfathers, the Podfathers, as we like to call them, Deezus and Mero. I really just want to sit at a soccer game with Deezus and Mero. I saw that tweet and I died laughing um, when they had uh, Rapino on the show. Yeah, and it was, it was like we were the wildest soccer fans in all of Europe, and the yeah, Europeans he, were like, "He turned He's like, you, you like trash talking?" And she's like, eh, "No, not really." He's like, "Dora, we got it. We got you covered. We got you covered." Across from me. What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Matt. Follow me on all social media, at Matt underscore Gutu. Uh, tweet at me if you want to. I don't know. And this is the only time I will kind of, sort of, maybe confirm that I have a private Twitter. That'd be mad wild sometimes. If I'm mad wild, I mean, there's literally like five tweets. And you heard his voice earlier, so you know it is. The one, the only, the legendary, and I do mean legendary, Red Phil is joining us today. It's good to be back. It's been a couple of months. It's been a minute and a half. <laughs> it's been a yeah. while. Uh, <laughs> did, did we do something for NakaCon? Did we? Did you join for that? I don't know if I joined for after. Uh, yeah, but it, it has been a hot minute. Um, obviously, we're here because the biggest nerd gathering of the year. Ever. Like, across all facets of the universe. Facts. Yeah. San Diego Comic-Con. Literally second to none. And to this day, we still haven't gotten an invite. <laughs> I mean, we're just waiting for Disney to send the check and the contract, and we'll pop up. Yeah. Matter of fact, it, the check could be a penny, and we'll still pop up. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We can we bird scooter all the way there. Just, like, pay for our flights and then slide an extra penny to get yourself something nice. Yeah, just be like, here. We'll, they, they can pay for Uber XL to take us all the way there. Yeah. And as long as homie stops at the last state with a quick trip... <laughs> Which is probably Colorado. Are there any quick trips west of Colorado? Uh, yeah, their their headquarters is in Tucson. Yeah. Oh yeah, as long as, stop, as long as we stop at the last quick trip in Arizona before we dip out, dip out, we're good. Like, so send that contract, homie. We're ready to go. Yeah, um, come through with the wild nerd commentary. <laughs> super wild. Um, like I'm saying, dog. Like Peppa Pig trying to throw ass with Iggy Azalea <laughs> on his album. What is happening? I just remember hopping on Twitter. It's like Iggy dropped an album. I was like, oh, I didn't realize she was making music yet. Mm-hmm. Found out she's now independent. I was like, good for her. Good for her. Good and for then her. Literally, as I'm scrolling, it just says Peppa Pig, <laughs> <laughs> and I had to stop for a moment because I was like, you're kidding. Nope. Peppa nope. Pig dropped an album. Clocking in at 7-1, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> seven minutes and one second? No, 7-1. Like, seven feet, one inch. Peppa Pig is seven feet. <laughs> yeah, I got the joke. <laughs> I mean, listen. That would make Peppa Pig taller than Lamar Odom, who is on crack! <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, crack cocaine seems to not escape any of our podcasts. No, it does not. 
Um, so I don't know if I'll ever listen to Peppa Pig's album. I heard, I heard a couple snippets. I did listen to Iggy's album. I didn't think it was terrible. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. Iggy, so. It was like it was it was it was an Iggy album. Yeah, I mean, I got I think I got through one playthrough and then it started playing over again. I immediately switched to uh, to listen to the Lost Tapes. Yeah, I haven't listened to Lost. I'm saving the Lost Tapes for tonight because tonight I'm be home early, nothing to watch on TV, chill, put the AC on, just bang out to the Lost Tapes, play some Final Fantasy, enjoy it, so I can really yeah. take it in. I'm, I'm not. It's too hot for me to enjoy music in the car. I'm playing Chief Keef and uh, see. I can listen to music. Ma- Max so. Cream. Like listening to Iggy's new album. Like what I, I like it, but at the same time I just go there, hit shuffle, and like whatever comes up, whatever comes up. Like I literally did today, as opposed to listening to uh, Ayers or Sire. You can like you can't just hit shuffle. And damn, except like playing backwards. Does Iggy get enough credit for helping start? Well, not start, but like continue the current domination of female rappers. Because fam, it was Nikki for a long time. For a long time, and then Iggy popped up, and a lot of people forget Iggy came out and made a splash. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of got in a tizzy with Nikki, and that kind of went away. And then Cardi came and just blew the doors away. I just remember there was a long time on Twitter where everyone just took a picture of a trash can and said, look, Iggy. <laughs> a lot of people... A lot of people... Iggy's, Iggy's not a bad rapper. She's not. She, like... Honestly, for, I, if I had to pick a better rapper, Iggy's knocking on a lot of dudes rapping. Like, she's probably better than everyone in YBN except YBN Corday. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's a different level. He's yes. too good to, he's be, good to be to be seventeen and that yeah. good. He's different. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, I think early on she just got real repetitive, real fast. Facts. Which is, this album isn't as repetitive. It's not. I mean, like, it's her telling. Like, I say, there's not much of a story, but it's like her first album being independent. Facts. So there's something to it. Um, but guys, let us know. Which thought of some of the new music? If you are listening to new music, there's going to be new chance this week. New yes. Rick Ross next week. What? Not yeah, chance this week. I know chance. August eighth. Oh, okay. I think it's August sixth or August eighth. Port of Miami two. Ooh, yeah, Miami. Port of, Port of Miami two. Whoa, that's like is all the way finally here. That's it's, what is that? What is that? Um, Fifteen years? Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Nah, I think no, twelve. Like 10. Ten or twelve. It's like 12. Because Puerto Rico was his first. Yeah. That was, I think, 06, 07. <laughs> 06, 07. But yeah, Puerto Port Miami 2 drops on the 6th or the 8th. And I think it's the 8th. And I've never... Honestly, I haven't been this excited for an album since... <sighs> Pablo. Wow. Because like, I really wasn't excited for Ye. That was just kind of a happy surprise. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole Wyoming thing was exciting, but I wasn't excited for the album. Like, this dude's tripping. So I was just like, oh, wait, the album dropping is actually good. Okay, I'll take it. But I was hyped for Pablo. Um, and I'm like, Rick Ross is. If Rick Ross isn't in your top five rappers, I don't know what you're doing. The, the exquisite rapper, man. Like, listen, he is the definition of exquisite drug rappers. I was rappers. listening to... Uh Devil in a New Dress. Devil in a New Dress. Luxury drug, r- luxury drug raps are epitomized by Je- uh, Young Jeezy, Gucci Mane, 
Pusha T. Mm. I want to say Yo Gotti, but Yo Gotti's too ratchet. But definitely Rick Ross. I don't even think there's a top five in luxury trucker apps, but I'll definitely put Rick Ross at number one yeah. and Pusha T at number two and Jeezy at number three. Everybody else is inconsequential. Jay Z, of course, but like he doesn't, he hasn't, he hasn't done the, he hasn't done luxury, luxury drug rap since American Gangster. Yeah, <laughs> and it's all been like buying Basquiat's and boats. Every <laughs> you know, but he's, he, he, he doesn't have to do that anymore. He doesn't have to. He, he buys Basquiat's <laughs> and boats. He doesn't need drug, luxury drug rap. <laughs> All of his raps in the last five years have all been like, my wife is dope. <laughs> For the last five years, Jay-Z is literally, Jay-Z will literally get on an album and be like, I have money, my kids look better than yours, oh, and by the way, my wife is Beyonce. That's all he's been saying for five years, and we can't even complain about it. So, so let's, let's talk about that for a second, because Lion King came out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and... So there's always the motion picture score. Mm-hmm. Then there's the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, and somehow the soundtrack was it's just, just a soundtrack. Beyonce, it's just a Beyonce, it was a Beyonce album. It's a Beyonce album with a Disney check. Yeah. She just she, she finessed Disney into giving her a whole check for an album. Yeah, to write her album. Yeah, a to pay for her album. Yes. Um, I was going to be honest. Didn't really do anything for me. Like, there were a couple good songs. But Which it, songs? it didn't really hit. Like, I don't like like I'm gonna pay attention. Like it's literally, I'm driving in the car, I'm listening to it. I was just like, "Oh yeah, this is kind of cool." That's it, bro. I think you're, I think you're bugging. That I'm really slaps, like, bro. And, and I don't know if it's just like now. I'm not calling like a Beyonce stan, but maybe it's just because like I'm sitting here. I was just like, "Yeah, Beyonce is cool." I don't even like. I didn't. I, didn't, I realized I had to tone down my tweets because I look like a serious beehiver. I'm yeah, not even. Say, are you, I, yeah. I, I don't even ride for the beehive like that. Like. <laughs> Kanye stand all day of the week. Yeah, I'll ride for Kanye higher than harder than I ride yeah, for Beyonce any day of the week. If it's 100 degrees outside and Kanye says stand outside with a sign saying Kanye made a great album, I'm outside in a dinosaur suit. <laughs> Catch me outside. Brought that 4,000 on deck. Yeah. Like, um, but like, Beyonce album drops, what happens? I download it, I listen to it for a week, I delete it off my phone. It's yeah. a rotation. Like, this album is staying. Well, and I think it's because of. The heavy, heavy, heavy Afro, Afro beats influence, the Afro vibes, as they're mm-hmm. calling it, um, and like everyone that isn't named Pharrell, Childish Gambino, Beyonce, and, and what, what, what's, Jay-Z what's, are all Nigerian well, in yeah. some way or sort. And listen, Donald Glover wasn't even on there like He that. just kind of sang for, for like uh, maybe a track and a half. Yeah, he sings on one song, and then the other stuff is clips from the movie. Yeah. So... When I saw Seth Rogen on there, I'm like, oh, Seth is singing? I was like, oh, no, it's just a no, clip in the movie. He, he's just like, he's like he's talking intonation. Yeah, but like, here's the thing. Seth Rogen forever, can forever now say, I'm on a Beyonce album. Mm-hmm. He really can. He can say, I'm on the Lion King album, but he's not. He, you know what he's going to say. Beyonce. I'm on a Beyonce album. Yeah. And if she wins a Grammy off of it, Seth Rogen gets a Grammy. <laughs> Seth Rogen might, might get a Grammy off of Beyonce album from playing Pumbaa. Look at God. Yeah. Look, look, look what he did for him. I've seen what you done for others. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, I, and have you Rev, seen the movie? I, I know you said you haven't seen I haven't seen the movie. Are you going to see I, it? Like, oh, I, I don't know. Movie. I'm torn. Mm. Like, because people are saying it's like, some people are saying, oh, yeah, it's fantastic. But a whole lot of people are saying it's just like, not great. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's literally no in between. 
And like, if you are, if you if you go into that movie expecting a frame by frame recreation of the original movie, you're setting yourself up for failure. And, yes. th- but that's the thing. I don't think a lot. Like, of course, there's always going to be those people that are like, "Oh, it's nothing like the original uh, Lion King." But then you also fall into people that are starting to become Star Wars stands, mm-hmm. and they get mad when you completely change it. Uh, no. But I think there's a lot of people that have. Uh, a healthy expectation of Lion King mm-hmm. and they're just like okay we watched it we know it's going to be slightly different but our coming out of it, it was like y- you know what like there's some cool stuff in there but that wasn't great they really try so with these live action Disney movies like each movie sort of takes on the original differently yeah this one really tried to like recreate Lion King the original mm. where like so like the Mulan trailer just came out which yeah. looks Mulan amazing. is not trying to recreate no the well they're they're Disney one they're, they're trying to do the, the legend, original like legend. the source yes like the legend the which is China China for yeah. the phoenix instead of Mushu yeah and there's not this whole like musically yeah so no like not musical score or anything and they're going and speaking of musical score the part of the movie oh. that made me the most upset and the sticking point for I feel like a lot of people are like mm, no I don't like this is Scar Scar is such a complex for me because he is by far the best actor like character design you can call it whatever but like as far as voice acting Scar is done the best by and far like Zazu was the funniest yes uh, but, but Chiwetel, Scar yeah Chiwetel did really well killed it killed it like even listening to some of the clips I know they're releasing clips from it when he was I think it's from when he's talking to uh, the hyenas like at the part that is supposed to be be prepared like Like, they released that snippet before the movie came out and I listened to it I was like like it's obviously not line for line it's a little different take and I was like that sounds menacing I might actually be excited to watch this movie Uh, it was amazing he killed it it was menacing I was like I was actually like a bit like uneasy. Like I was never scared, but I was like, "Ooh, that makes me feel like legitimately like unsafe." And then be prepared happens, and it didn't happen. I was like, "What is this? What are you doing?" My favorite song in the whole like not my favorite song, but like there's something about be prepared that like you just can't help but sing along. And like it started to happen, and I'm like, "Okay." And then it turns to a chance. And I was like, huh? Huh? <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. And then it hits a certain part. And I was like, okay, cool. This is what's going to come on. And it ends. And I'm like, huh? Wait a minute. Uh, did you forget to do the song? Like, what What are we What are we doing here? No, it's not how it's supposed to happen. So that was my biggest gripe with it, other yeah. than that. I heard that they kind of sort of did Ed, but not really. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, there's, um, there's Ed's not really there. Though. Ed's not there. What's it's, it called? Um, so jo- sh- it's Jordan Peele. No, no, it's not. It's uh, I think Keegan. 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 No. Yeah, it's no, Keegan. Key. Yeah, Keegan. He's not Keegan. He wasn't trying well, to be. He was trying to be the other one. Ed was uh, what's his name? No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. I think you have a flip. I think you have a flip backwards. Because Ed's the Ed's the Ed's the stupid one. Yes, which is supposed to be that's supposed to be no, Keegan. No, that's supposed to be the other one. Um, Eric Andre. Yes. 
Are you sure? Yeah. Because like thought, he's always thought, like laying around. Uh, I thought like, the vo- I thought the voices were switched. I thought Eric Andre was maybe he might be Ed, but like okay, then it's a very different Ed. Yeah, it's, it's a very not different. A, it's it's not, not a stupid, stupid drooling. He's yeah. just he's just kind of there. I actually kind of preferred it because like it was a different kind of comedy. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Like and. And this is the last thing we'll talk about before uh, we go ahead and move on. But um, I know a lot of people had some issues with the way, like, obviously visuals looked amazing. um, With the way the lines were built and being realistic but still had to give them that animated feel. Didn't quite jive well in some parts because obviously realistic lines can't really emote well. Yes. And then having them in some parts trying to like sing and then almost dance and then be more like colorful with it didn't exactly play out. Would you say that's the case? I don't know about the dancing per se, but I know like emoting definitely was a challenge in the movie at, at certain points. What? But okay. Here's 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 the way I see it. In a cartoon, they can get away with more. Mm-hmm. So the dancing yeah, makes makes sense. Mm-hmm. What I appreciated about the live action, and I think a lot of people are being a little too difficult on, is like the animals move like they actually would in real life. Mm-hmm. So while there wasn't as much dancing. The movement seemed natural. So I was like, okay, because if I started to see a lion dancing on his hind legs in a live action movie, it would have turned into it would have turned into the bleach live action movie. Leo the lion. I don't think anything would be that bad. So, Full Metal Alchemist Live. I never watched that, so we can't is Death it, Note Live. No, is it not that is it the movie <laughs> Leo the Lion? Which one was that one? The crackhead the, the crack lion. <laughs> you all heard about this one? No. It's like he's a he's a uh, vegetarian. No. Oh, that's trash. Yeah, it's like Leo the Lion, right? Something like that. I hold on. <laughs> Leo, gotta look this up. Leo the Lion. Yeah. He, he's like a crackhead lion. He looks like a crackhead. What? Yes. He's the worst movie on Netflix? Yeah, I don't think it's on Netflix anymore. But From 2018. Netflix. Its initial release is in 2013. Yep. Uh, Google reviewed 20% of people like this movie. Yep. On IMDb, it has a 1.6. Yo, fam, we need to watch this and put it up on our Patreon. <laughs> Patreon commentary video coming soon. This is real bad. A lion follows a vegetarian diet, which causes him to fall out with his friends, so he leaves the jungle to go on a quest and find himself. Mm-hmm. Yo, that's... That already sounds like a bad time, and I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, guys, let us know what you thought about uh, the Lion King movie and the Beyonce album to go with it. Did you like it? Did you not like it? What did you appreciate about it? Tweet at us at E-Man Podcast. Uh, also in news earlier this week, we had some unfortunate news. Uh, a studio in Japan, Kyoto Anime, fell under an arson attack. And unfortunately, they had about like 13 or so people. 30. 30? That's 30. Dang. 30s. Yeah. Man. Uh, that had passed away or were injured. 
And due to that, they had to pause the releasing schedule on uh, some of the animes. And, like, they're responsible for a lot of iconic animes that have come out. One thing I didn't realize was, uh, so, you know how Netflix has been trying to become a big distribution in terms of the United States? Like, a lot of the big ones that Netflix gets are through that. Yeah. Um, Because even... So, like, by the Evergarden was through... Uh, they animated mm-hmm. they, they did Inuyasha also okay. um, I'm trying to see here because I know they did a bunch of other well, ones they did one of my favorite slice of life which is Clan Night After Story like mm-hmm. but um, just we're going to take a moment of silence for the studio obviously they've done a lot of good stuff for the industry um, and we really, as like weaves ourselves, really appreciating what they've done for the culture. Um, but also in other news, the big one, the big one. I bet. Uh, Disney keeps running up the budget. In the words of the great American poet, Jay-Z, on the Beyonce album that you claim you don't like. I mean, I don't. Uh, Sue me. You, you hear that sound? Yeah, that's the sound of the money. That's, that's the sound of the check going. The prices are going up on these Disney budgets. Dude. They're out in San Diego, Comic-Con, Hall H again, doing literally whatever they were. Were they at Hall H last year? Yes. Because for whatever reason, I was under the impression they weren't at Hall H last year. They were in Hall H, but like they didn't like do the big announcement. It was like kind of like day of Disney will be at Hall H or Marvel will be at Hall H. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, San Diego Comic Con. No, I don't think they were. But it was. You're right. They weren't in Hall H, but it was streamed to Hall H mm-hmm. because that's like the biggest room that they have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is the first time that they're being in Hall H since. Uh, since prior to Infinity War, then I think they, I think they only missed it last year. Yeah, so it would have been prior to Infinity War. Yeah, uh, so just to return to Hall H. Yeah, so they're back in Hall H, um, and obviously with Spider-Man: Home, uh, Far From Home, being the end of Phase Three and the end of the Infinity Saga, we are we got now. A logo. What we got a logo? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, the big question is like, what do they do for Phase Four? Obviously, they have movies that they have talked about that have been thrown out. There's like, we're working on this, working on that. But how does it all come together? Mm-hmm. And man, did they come out swinging! Yeah. But before we get to that, let's talk about some other things that happened at San Diego Comic Con. DC also happened. Uh, very well <laughs> with what DC's got going on this year. Um, they have a new Harley Quinn series that they're doing, which apparently she's just oh she's just out there. Yeah, she's she's, she's just wilding. Which like so I guess like oh I, apparently some people have been asking for this. Uh, who I don't ask questions. Who who has been asking? asking? There were a lot of there were a lot like, of excited people on Twitter. A very well, like. A mature, like, Harley Quinn show. Yeah, like, I guess, you know, you gotta compete with Deadpool somehow. I mean, <laughs> I guess. Like, and don't get me wrong, well, DC has done a lot of good stuff with, like, darker storylines. 
Um, like this isn't. It doesn't look like it's supposed to be dark. It's, it's, it's actually supposed. It's it looks like, like it's supposed to be like but just South mature. Park, but it's just mature. Yes, yeah, just mature. With. So like to me, and maybe people have been asked for it. Maybe I'm not nerd enough to understand the gravity of this and what it means for the culture. But I don't know who's asking for this. I don't know why, but it's happening. <laughs> Like, you guys got it. Like, good for you. Um, They also confirmed that Young Justice Season 4 is being written, um, which is awesome because we waited so long for Season 3. They're still continuing the Apocalypse storyline. Which I think is a good move because they could have gone away from it at the end of Season 3. Yes. they. Well, we don't know how they're planning to end Season 3 as of right now. Well, at the end of that particular segment. Not necessarily, because even... Well, I feel like they left it... So right now, they're even... There are still episodes continuing right now, because they're doing the last 13. Yeah. Um, with the way the first 13 ended, there wasn't really a way to have a finite conclusion. But that's what I'm saying. It could have gone... Like, things could have gone a different direction, if they wanted to. If they wanted to. Now, it all just depends on how things end in season in the three. Last 13, yeah. Um, because they're still dealing with the metahuman trafficking and stuff like that. Um, if you haven't caught up with uh, Young Justice, you can catch on the DC streaming platform. Uh, and they're doing a lot of good things with it. And apparently, like, they're talking about doing a shift in tone. Uh, everything's been very epically plot-driven, per their words. Um, but the, in season four, they're wanting to get more into character focus and character-centric storylines. Which is what season two was a lot about. Yes, and they're talking about introducing new characters, which we don't know about. I mean, there's, like, there's, we can guess. There's a certain character who's the relative of a certain other character that could get introduced. If they do another time skip. That would make me very happy. I'm just saying. He has had his stint with the Titans. He, is he currently with the Titans in the comics? Or? Uh, I don't know if he's with the Titans or he's with, or he just pops up in Teen Titans every once in a while. Last the last book I read was uh, where he and John are just kind of figuring out life. Mm-hmm. So. And if you guys watched episode 13 of Young Justice, you know who we're talking about. Like, he just popped up. We also probably get Red Hood. I mean, things are getting interesting. They're getting real interesting. And they're still trying for that Terran Deathstroke storyline. They're really trying. <laughs> they're really going for it. Like, kudos to them. Like, I didn't even see it. Like, honestly, I didn't have the presence of mind as I was watching these episodes happen to put that together until they show her and it's like this is Tara and I was like oh <laughs> this is what we're doing <laughs> it's like, this is where we're going <laughs> but uh, so super excited about that uh, and then the CW happened somebody needs to like <laughs> WB just needs to cut the check they just need to let it die. Like so, they just uh, need to cut the check, bro. Like, now I'll cut the check and give us something better, or let it go. I'll be honest. I've only seen the preview. I don't know if you guys have watched any of the things that have shown up. I've only watched the preview for Flash because so far that was the only show I was interested in. Uh, kind of fell off with Arrow. Like I really, literally watched up to the crossover. I kept up with both shows. Dropped both of them after the crossover. Went back and watched the season finale of Arrow just to see where it leaves off on. I'll watch Arrow just to let it end. Um, Is this the last season? 
Yeah, they're ending that. They're ending that crisis. Um, but I don't know about Flash. Now, let's jump back for a second. Something really interesting came out of Comic Con uh, when they were talking about the crossover, Crisis on Infinite Earth. So they're setting up for that, right? Brandon Routh, yeah, coming back as Superman for the Crisis event. Yeah. I like that. That's a good move. Like, and the thing is, like, it's not far fetched. He's already a part. Of like he's already in the CW universe as Ray Palmer. Yep, and they've already talked to like literally Crisis is the multiverse event. So it's not far fetched to be like, oh, another Superman from a different universe coming in to help. And it wouldn't be the first time because we have had basically the equivalent of the All Red Ranger episode, yeah, where. All the supermen find themselves on Earth Prime, I believe, mm-hmm. and they're fighting each other to destroy um, it, each other. Literally, they just did a movie about it. It was uh, Reign of Superman? Yeah, I think so. Or something like that? They're fighting each other because they're trying to figure out which Superman is a bad Superman, and it turns out to be Brainiac, I believe, is behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Um, and then they, you know, Mighty Morphing the Ranger and literally still drops the hammer on <laughs> literally drops the hammer on oh boy uh, so I would be excited to see that just to see how they play it off um, I just don't want that Superman return suit outside of Gotham I do not care about any of the DC live action shows like, and they also have the they have Batwoman uh, show that's starting two um, seasons and it's good if, if it gets two well, seasons I'll be Batman. shocked the thing is like the only thing that would pique my interest in it, because, like, already, maybe I'm just not cultured enough or nerd enough to understand the nuance of what this means or how they do it, but the only way you're going to drag my body to watch this is as soon as they introduce Bruce Wayne. And I think the whole point of it is, like, they're introducing her at a point where Bruce Wayne is missing, mm-hmm. and so she is the caped crusader. Uh, the, the de facto Cape Crusader because either Bruce is missing or um, lost in the timeline somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you, I think, was it Judas Contract? It was one of them. Like, he, she's out there doing her thing as a rookie and Bruce shows up and he's like trying to help mm-hmm. and ends up having to like throw her out so she doesn't get hurt and then he gets kidnapped and it's Talia and she's doing a bunch of nonsense. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because then uh, you also had uh, Batgirl join the fray and then... Damien and Nightwing. But then who who else was it? The um, black guy who puts on the suit. Yeah, because his dad... Batwing? Worked. Yeah, I think it was. Is it Batwing? I think it's Batwing. Because his dad worked for Wayne. Corp. Yeah, his dad is Fox. Yeah. Who's just Fox? Yeah, so Fox's uh, son. I think it's Batwing. I gotta. I'm gonna Google that real quick. Yeah. I wanna. Uh, I want. I, I start a mid year's resolution. <laughs> I wanna be more factual on the podcast. <laughs> Shout out Just so Ricky. Ricky stops coming for me. Like, Rick, Ricky, like, wait a month and a half. And then out of nowhere, he'll unload three, the clip. At 3 p.m. on a Thursday, I got four tweets from Ricky. I'm like, Ricky, what did I do now? <laughs> He's like, I've been letting you slide, dog, but you just got one <laughs> reckless one too many times. Uh, but obviously with... Yep, it's Batwing. Okay. Batwing, nice. Uh, 
And then, obviously, with Supergirl, apparently they have Lex returning. There's an actor that's supposed to be leaving the show. I don't watch it, so I don't even know. Uh, sorry, Batman. I know you're defending Superman or Supergirl to the death. But it's just not interesting, my guy. Fan, listen, it's I told you guys since season one. I never watched it. I never watched it. I literally had to watch it. I was like, but I, I saw the trailers and I knew it was bad. I saw the first episode. I'm like, oh, this is hot trash. And then everybody's like, oh, Martian Manhunt is there now. It's this is the sign of the ship turning. Except it's the Titanic running away from an iceberg to run into an ice wall. It, they put a, they teased us with some potential goodness and literally just like stepped mm-hmm. on their own foot. Now show's bad. Uh, show's bad. Now with Flash, Flash is the one that looks the most promising. But at the same time, they're they're running on real thin ice. I feel like with this show. So with last season, um, Cicada was supposed to be a half season villain, and apparently they traded Cicada for Cicada. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. yes. Um, so with this one, like I'm really interested to see like how they go back to it. He, they're going to be facing off apparently another half season villain. His name is Bloodwork. Um, so we're going to see how this one plays out. We're getting Iris as full fledged reporter now. Um, I know there were rumors like late last year, early this year, that um, Carlos Valdez, guy who plays Cisco Ramon, was going to leave the show. Um, I really hope that's not the case because he's quite literally my favorite part of the show. <laughs> if he leaves, I'm not watching it anymore. Um, and also, in typical CW Flash fashion, Barry's getting a new suit with a chin strap again. But um, all of this is leading up to Crisis. I'm just in it for Crisis. Once Crisis is over, I will reevaluate. So, like it was a feat of destiny, something told me to just open up my phone. CW Legends of Tomorrow posted a picture of Ruby Rose. Is that who's playing? Yeah. As Batwoman? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She is Y'all Batwoman, seen this costume? Right? No. Uh, is it the same as... I mean, that's what they had in the crossover. It does not look good. I mean, it didn't went during the crossover, but they're trying it again. So... Again, it's like... I don't understand... Why people have again creative freedom, ingenuity, but listen, creative freedom only goes so far if it's bad. Mm-hmm. That mask is terrible. It reminds me the of half cow was not working, dog. Uh, it, it reminds me of what is it? Not uh, I give it two seasons. Not Clooney's Batman. Uh, That's what I was thinking. Yeah, oh, Clooney's yeah. Batman. There it is. That was uh yeah with uh, Schwarzenegger's freeze. Yes. The last one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't even... Uh, Batman and Robin, I think, was that no, one. No, uh, what was it like Batman and Robin Forever? I think it had Forever in it. Something like that. Because, Batman Forever. Uh, no. Oh, you gotta look Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think one of the coolest things that came out of, like, D- all of DC's unveiling at San Diego Comic-Con is the Batman Beyond Remaster. Yeah, that did look good. When I tell you... I don't think... Okay, I can only think of one other person that was just as excited as I was, and that's Rich Homie Brent. <laughs> yeah. Batman and Robin. Yes, Batman and Robin. Uh, Damn, this this looks more and more trash the longer I look at it, so I'm going to close out of the yeah, internet. Yeah, close out of it. Let's talk about Batman Beyond for a second. Uh, 
when I tell you I was excited and I looked at that price and even though I cringed just a little bit, I was like, I still need it. I mean, of course. And so obviously they're coming out with the HD remaster. Someone did a side-by-side comparison and I was just like, you don't even have to show me the comparison. I'm already budgeting for it. <laughs> it's going to be in my possession October 28th. I think actually October 28th is when it releases. So whatever, like, shipping is like I just know dang I just realized if I get that and buy it October 28th it ships out it's gonna get here after I leave the country sucks to suck it really does <laughs> you better uh, hope they have a digital code too right? if anyone opens it when I get back I'm fighting them uh, no but I was I was so excited when I heard it because anyone that's ever talked to me knows literally my favorite iteration of Batman is Terry McGinnis I love the story of Batman Beyond. Um, so for them to do this, and I don't know because there was four seasons, and I thought I heard something teased about maybe a fifth season. They'd begun working on the fifth season, but uh, I don't think it ever went past, like, the planning stages. Yeah. So doing that, having that, and then... So you get that. I think you get, like, an art book that goes with it. Um, and you also get the Batman Beyond vinyl pop figure. Which looks amazing. So good. It's literally on my wish list. Like, I've been looking for that for forever. Um, I think it's, like, $120 for all of that. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. Um, so that is definitely a must-cop for me. I don't know about you guys. Uh, uh, I have a very expensive video game holiday already. <laughs> With Borderlands and whatever Kojima's putting out. So I have had to, you know, make budgetary restraints on myself. You know, trying to be an adult, get a budget down. Trying to. Trying to be, you know, the budget boys had to come to town and check my bank account. So I had to make some revisions. Yeah. The the budget boys made a forceful entry into my bank account. (laughs) Said shut this down real quick. Um, But the heavy hitters. The undisputed champions, the president of cinema at the moment, coming in weighing at 250, height six foot ten in the boxing ring of San Diego Comic Con, Marvel returning to Hall H, revealing their phase four lineup. And man, were they swinging. That's a lot of heat. And honestly, like, people already knew of like five or six titles, but they hit us with like 10 or 11. I think it's uh, yeah, 10. So, and obviously, I think there were only like six actual films. Yeah, the rest were TV shows. Films, yeah, the ones are. Because, like, shows. Uh, some of them uh, caught me by surprise, and I had, like, paid attention to. Yeah, and, I, and I know there's a couple of them that weren't even on the docket that we know have been, are being yeah. worked on. Well, they confirmed a couple that they didn't say what the release date was. Yeah. It's uh, 11. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so even starting, so this technically the start of phase four is November of next year. Yes. With, with Eternals. Eternals. Because technically Black Widow is. Yeah. And we'll, yeah, we'll, 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 talk about that, we'll talk about that in a second. Because uh, Black Widow so. is the first movie to come out next year. Yes. Uh, but with the way the timeline is. Yeah. Which also, got to congratulate them. Yes. They are. Endgame is the f- top movie 
of all time. Yeah. Yeah, it's now the number one movie of all time. If you yes, quotation. If you don't account, if you don't count for inflation, yeah, The homie ran to hit me on Twitter like, well, if you account for inflation, it's gone with the wind. Quotation. It is. It is. It's not even close. It is. It's not even close. It's so bad. Gone with the wind is out here with all these dollars, bro. Oh my god. But yeah, so let's start at the top of the jacket. First things first, they have the number one movie of all time. Not accounting for inflation. Boom. Number two. They've officially announced that X-Men are officially back in the fold under the Fantastic Four. X-Men, Fantastic Four, Excalibur, all these classic comics that were kind of fractured are kind of getting reboots that are going to be canon and not only um, canon is like comics under the Disney umbrella, but also they're beginning to slowly integrate them into the MCU. Mutants have been mentioned to be involved in the MCU, so it's official. Um, so it's, it's great that they can do that again. Because yep. <laughs> that end scene of uh, Winter Soldier, where they, can't, where they couldn't yeah. see mutants, man. <laughs> Struggle. Uh, so all these comics, so all these, all these comics are all getting, so there's going to be a new X-Men one, Excalibur, Marauders, New Mutants, Fallen Angels, and X-Force. X-Force is the one that's most exciting because X-Force is going to be the potential for us to get Deadpool on screen with X-Men in an MCU Universe movie. That is very exciting. Mm-hmm. So, even okay, so let, let's go ahead and run through the lineup real quick of stuff that they announced. Um, so, obviously, we have Eternals that is coming. So, we'll start with Black Widow. Black Widow is first up. Of the lineup, which is going to be isn't it Eternals first up, or we're we talking just movies? Just movies in mm-hmm. general. Okay. Uh, so Black Widow is going to be May of 2020. Mm-hmm. Eternals is going to be November, November. of 2020. November 6th to be exact. Uh, it, might, it might shift. That's like a year off. Like they've been known to shift around. Yeah. Uh, so the Falcon and the Winter Soldier TV show, which yeah. is going to be on Disney Plus. Is going to be February twelfth, twenty twenty one, which will probably be which, the transition so, so, because they've got the shield on it. But it'll probably be the transition from Falcon being Falcon to being Captain, Captain America. America. Which is so he has, I believe, four more movies left on his contract. Mm-hmm. Anthony Mackie. Yeah. Yeah. So Does I think this count as a movie. This is not kind of as a movie. Okay. No, this is a separate contract. So I think what we get is a show that shows he and Bucky trying to figure out. Um, what essentially is Captain Falcon mm-hmm. um, transitioning into Captain America because for a long time he was like I can't be called Captain America I'm not him and like Bucky literally has to be like fam you don't have to be him just be you he picked you for a reason mm-hmm. um, so I think that's going to be a lot of that and then we'll probably get him donning the suit and cape Merged into his Falcon suit, um, which R.I.P. to Tony Stark. I don't know who's gonna make the suit this time. Is it gonna be Happy? Is it gonna be Pepper? I mean, Peter's shown that he can do it, but which Peter's is- also on the run. Facts. So we'll have to see who designs and makes this suit. Um, Nick Fury is coming back from the moon, so he really. Uh, we don't know if he's on so the moon. So many like, hey, uh, from space. space. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just close location. If you location. haven't watched Spider-Man yet, it's too late. So. 
That's the most spoiler. Not spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. I've ever heard in my life. It's like if you haven't I mean, spotted Spider Man yet, every, like, everyone that matters knew San Diego Comic Con was coming up and stuff was going to get revealed. So we're not worried about it. Uh, but for me, so we have Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which looks so good. Yeah, yeah that does sound interesting. Uh, so oh, so with Eternals, very interesting mix of cast. I like the I like the cast of the Eternals. It's a good cast. We'll see. Like, so I don't know like what so, the Eternals are. Well, I know a little bit, but not that much. Yeah. But like the cast, I'm like, we'll see how it works out. David Tyree Henry. Is so real. hold on, real quick. Sorry, I just want to backtrack real quick. Uh, mess up the dates here. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier show is coming out the fall of 2020. Okay. February uh, 12th, 2021 is Shang Chi mm-hmm. and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Sorry, you can continue. No, no, I was going to say, David Tyree Henry, who plays Earn, not Earn, uh, Paperboy in Atlanta, is the one that concerns me the most, but there's also Kumal Nanjani. Yeah. I didn't realize Angelina Jolie just picked up his (laughs) Marvel check. Is the... Uh, yeah. Um, well, she's been collecting Disney checks because she's, yeah, she's, she's Maleficent. Uh, yeah, she's Maleficent. This is true. Also, I saw a trailer like for Maleficent two. Uh, in the yeah before the Did, before wait, Lion King. Wait, wait, I, and I was like, wait a minute, there's a whole race of these things. What's yes. going on? I was yeah. I was like, wait a minute, I'm I don't into. I don't care about this other people. I want to know. I'm, I'm on Maleficent's side. What's going on here? <laughs> so they've been outcasts this whole time. She's not just a look. There's other dragon people. What what's what's that going on? Right. But um so I'm really interested with uh Shang-Chi as well because like you, like I know a little bit about Eternals, don't really know much about Shang-Chi, but a lot of people are really excited that this is happening. Um obviously we have the WandaVision show which has Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany in it as well. Mm-hmm. Um that one that that one's gonna be a wait and see. I I like it. I'm not gonna put much stock in it. We'll wait and see. I think well, if you have Disney Plus, like you know, it, you already put the money down. So, so listen, we're finessing. We're finessing these accounts. But the thing is, is, like it's so. Kevin Feige also came out and said, uh, uh, Tiana Paris is going to be playing the adult Monica Rambeau in the show. Now, I have no idea who that is. I Who's don't remember. All right. <laughs> you know the drill. Uh, but I'm really interested because I don't know if they actually talked about uh, who, like, where this actually falls in the timeline. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing with me. It's like, where does it fall? Because, like, Vision hasn't come back. No, he didn't. The timeline, like, they destroyed those stones. So, so first of all, well, uh, Monica Rambeau, uh, fictional character, superhero appearing in American comic book published by Marvel Comics, created by writer Roger Stern and artist John Romita Jr. Character debuted in The Amazing Spider-Man Annual Number 16. Okay, and then who's Tiana Paris? (laughs) (laughs) That is... (laughs) Tiana Paris. American actress... Uh, Don Chambers in Mad Men. What was she? Mm, black woman in Mad Men. I should know that because there's not that many. Of them. And then she had a leading role in the 2014 independent film Dear White People. Really? 
Was she the and main she, character? She, yeah. And then she I mean, she, she filmed uh, she fil- started Chirac by Spike Lee. Oh, I think she was the main one. Yeah, I saw I saw Dear White People. Um, so it's it'll be interesting to see how they describe that because that's coming out spring of twenty twenty one. Then we have the Loki TV show. Which might be loosely based off of the Loki that escaped. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they've actually confirmed that it starts immediately after he picks up the Tesseract. Okay. Because mm. that would be the interesting story. Yeah. Yeah, they, yes. so this is literally a totally different Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, he hasn't yeah. had all the stuff happen to him. He hasn't had all the stuff happen to him, so he's still mischievous. Uh, also, in this universe, which is what a lot of people are complaining about, what this doesn't make sense, that doesn't make sense. Uh, Thor never becomes unworthy. So that means that Thor, Love and Thunder... We'll get to that. Hold that thought. We're just trying to get to this, okay? Because there's, really there's really a lot to break down here. Um, but the Loki TV show is uh, coming spring 2021. And then we have... What I think is the most interesting out of everything, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That is the one that that is the one that intrigues me the most because we've we've already said multiple times like oh they've teased the multiverse they've teased the multiverse they said the multiverse they said the multiverse yeah. have they is it a thing or is it, it is it's officially a thing. it's a thing, a thing. well mm-hmm. they said it and then yes they teased it in Spider Man well they said it and then they kind of like. Well, so they said it in it was, Endgame. They said it in Endgame, and then they didn't address it by like going from multiverse to multiple timelines, which multiple timelines and multiverse are two very different mm-hmm. things. Yeah. They talked about it. If you ask me, the official introduction of the multiverse was uh, Spider-Verse. That's technically not, not that's MCU. Technically yeah. not MCU. But if we're, if we're talking like, MCU, if you, if you're, if you're, I think MCU with that what really um, was like a hard like. Okay, now we're starting to play with that. Was in Infinity War. Yeah. When Doctor Strange was looking at the different outcomes of the different timelines, because a lot of times a different multiverse is quite literally a single decision. That was done differently. Well, and like they start to play with that. They didn't say well, it outright, but I yeah. think that's what we really knew. Like, well, here's okay. the thing. I think because they because they've given because Doctor Strange is possession of the time stone. Yeah. So everything that we've been seeing and hearing is about different timelines. Even the Dormammu fight. Mm-hmm. Like if you remember, it was all about like he literally tormented Dormammu into repeating the like killing him so many times that he literally gives up. Yeah. Like, it's about repetition in time. This is a difference. This is actually a parallel... No, not a parallel, but multiple parallel universes to where one decision made in one universe is not made in a different universe. Mm-hmm. Therefore, that could... That spurs on a whole different... Chain of events. Um, chain of events. Like, that actually spurred, like, so, like... Like, one, if, if, if the Nazis won World War II. Exactly. Which is a thing like, that... That's which, a, that's a, let's talk about how that's a common thing everyone talks about in the multiverse. It's like, there's literally... <laughs> DC and Marvel. Uh-huh. There's a whole... Superman Red Sun. Yeah. There's a whole Superman that's basically a Nazi. <laughs> yes. No, well, Russian. I take it back. I apologize. Yeah, that's so, yeah, yeah, we're not talking about that. Uh, but... And with that... 
it really starts to get into some of the other questions um, that we have, especially regarding Thor. Um, but like I said, let's just let's just power through this, and then we'll we'll come back and we'll talk about it. And then one that really caught me by surprise is what if? Yeah, I have not. I heard didn't that. think that was. I, I have heard of all of like. Of rumors of all the other ones. Yeah. Other than that, I saw that one and I was like, what is that? Yeah. What? So, uh, what if the first animated series that's going to be part of the MCU, uh, which Jeffrey Wright is going to be the voice of The Watcher. Ooh, I like Jeffrey Wright as an actor. And as of right now. That's a good voice. So, like, obviously, all of the have other actors reprising their roles, but that's going to be summer of 2021 on Disney Plus as well. And so I think that has the biggest air of mystery to it. We don't know a lot about it. So as as we're getting close and as they're revealing stuff, I think it'll be really cool. The Hawkeye show. Mm-hmm. Which which also brings up a lot of questions because as we know, well Jeremy Renner will be a part of it, but he is now Ronin. Mm-hmm. He calls his daughter Hawkeye, which further sets up more for Young Avengers. And obviously, so it, this show will also have Kate Bishop starring, which is that the actress that they had mm-hmm. playing his daughter? Yeah, I believe so. Was it? Uh, I don't know. I don't. Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, there it is. Yeah, so that is uh, his daughter. Um Again, really excited that they're going this Young Avengers route. Peter on the run. Uh, Scott's daughter will somehow get thrown into the fold. So so we'll get to see how this plays out. Uh, Then there's Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. (laughs) I I didn't even, like, I didn't know they were going to do a fourth movie of any franchise until a couple days ago when they announced that um, Taiki was... going to put a break on Akira. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I want to put a break on Akira because uh, Thor's calling my head. Right. <laughs> and first of all, I love how uh, 70s, the like oh. the title looks. It looks very uh, Thundercats and He-Man. Uh, but I think, because we all joked about it in Endgame, Natalie Portman collected a check for being in 10 seconds of a movie. She just collected a whole chunk. Yes. Well, she's in a movie now. Yeah. yeah so impossible. And the thing is, like, it's not like, and it's not like she's just showing up. She is returning, wielding Mjolnir. Yeah. So like, we got questions about yes. that. Because like, it could be you know, a whole bunch of sequels. Like, which yeah. you know, it's been. Well, the last time she showed up was what? Other than Endgame. Dark World. Uh, Dark World. Which was four Thor movies ago. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. So you you count so Endgame, Infinity War, Ragnarok. Cause and, Infinity War is a Thor movie. Well here's the thing. You're you're absolutely right. Infinity War is a Thor movie. And, and based on the events in Infinity War, Thor taking no 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 in Endgame. Mm-hmm. In Endgame. Thor taking Mjolnir with him back to the present creates an alternate time. No, Cap took it back. No. At the end, he left with the, he left with the hammer. He came back. Well, when he came back, only the hammer came back. 
No, no, no. no. At the end, when Cap was taking to return the stones, mm-hmm. he took the hammer with him. Oh, he put the hammer back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, put, he did put the hammer back. Yeah. Okay. So, and again, this then because as of right now, Thor is coming out November fifth, twenty twenty one. That's the other way, interesting thing is with Doctor Strange coming out earlier in the year. Oh, okay, so, man. so with the introduction of multiverses. It's possible. The other do we get Fat Thor back? Uh, Unworthy Fat Thor. I doubt it. I kind of want it, but like I feel (laughs) like that's a one movie thing. Yeah, I thought it was one movie thing. Yeah, probably it's probably for the best. And the thing is, is like, and we had this discussion. We'll talk about it a little bit later. Actually, no, sorry. Let's get through this and then we'll talk about it. Uh, Then obviously the black. We already talked about the Black Widow movie. It's going to take place between uh, Winter Soldier and Civil War. Um, right. And we're going to be following uh, Natasha Romanoff, Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow. And then what I think really surprised everyone, yeah. <laughs> Blade. Aaron Miles coming back. Yeah, time to Spider-Verse. Like. Yeah. I remember uh, <laughs> someone, so he, because he, obviously, I believe he, he was the last one to go, or they were the last one to reveal it as they're walking yeah. out there. Yeah, so he pulls up, and the best tweet I ever yes. saw was from my man, uh, Kazim Famuyude. Again, shout out to another Nigerian. Uh, so they bring out Marshall Ali, and like, well, what do you have there in your hat? And he pulls out the black hat, puts it on, and then the screen goes black, and it's like, Blade, and the tweet, like, quote tweeted that whole thing, was like, he put that hat on like he just committed to the Ohio <laughs> basketball, dude. So, uh, everyone knows, like a lot of the superhero movies would not be happening if not for Blade. Facts. Um, and so, with them now properly bringing it under the Marvel umbrella and giving it universe, I don't, like all like yeah, Blade literally saved Marvel from going under. Mm-hmm. Um, all respect to the god Wesley Snipes for doing everything he did because mm-hmm. he did his thing with Blade, and I hope there's some sort of spiritual succession, yeah, and or like reverence or teaser to the original Blade. Maybe it's like Wesley's original suit. They got to do something to pay respects to Wesley. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is literally no one more perfect to play Blade than Marshall Ali. Like. Talk about perfect casting. This is, of all the casting, probably the best. Mm-hmm. Probably the best. No, I, yeah. Um, and I know a lot of people were just talking about, like, how could he be, like, multiple people in, like, the MCU universe? Because he was also Luke Cage, wasn't he? Yeah, he was Cottonmouth. But yeah. he got killed off, right? Dead, dead. So, and, like... They did a weird thing with the Netflix shows that I don't think anyone wants to address, <laughs> where some of them kind of tied into the universe, and some of them were just like, yeah, it ties in there, but there's literally no consequence whatsoever from yeah. like, what's happening, whether big or small, from like the movie to the shows and yeah. shows to the movie. And here's the thing. The, 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 TV, the Netflix TV shows reference the big movies. Mm. Well, However, the movies never really reference... The TV shows, except for like Agents of Shield, loosely a Jessica Jones, but yes, Jessica or Agent Carter, rather. Agent Carter. Well, those see, but no, those Agent aren't the Carter. Netflix TV. Those shows. ones, oh, Netflix yeah, ones. Yeah, those yeah, are just yeah. 
on network television do. And Disney has control of those. Yeah. Like, the, those are proper Disney. So, the, the Netflix one, I think Hell's Kitchen is... I think Hell's, Hell's Kitchen's mentioned a couple times. Um, yeah, did they mention any of the other ones? I don't think... I, th- I think the reference in Hell Kitchen is, like, a throwaway to, yeah. like, Defenders. Mm-hmm. Because it's, like... I think it's... I, I can't remember the specific, but I'm pretty sure it's, like, a throwaway line about something about a bunch of dudes kicking ass in Hell's Kitchen. I think it's a throwaway line to Defenders. I'm not really sure. Which... So sad how they just let that just fall because that was so good. Anyway, mm-hmm. R.I.P. I saw. <laughs> speaking of Disney properties that run away, sadly, I saw a Facebook posting for Disney Infinity 3.0, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> rip to the goat, <laughs> right. bring it back. Uh, but no, Marshall Ali, Ali as Blade, Marshall Ali as Blade is perfect. Um, they can do a lot more because they can do a lot more like digitally with who the villains are they can do a lot more with the character um being the half-blood prince himself i'm with it i'm with it i'm for it that's probably number three on my list of things i'm most excited for yeah um and so obviously with all these laid out one of the things that they they also uh, confirmed a couple others like black panther 2 yeah uh which if it with being slated for phase five, probably. Um, the interesting one was Guardians. As Guardians. I thought Guardians was going to come out before. I thought there was Thor. Mm-mm. But, but we're getting As Guardians of the Galaxy. But James Gunn said he wanted to focus on Suicide Squad okay. before he went so to As Guardians of the Galaxy, um, which they did show that it was going to be. I. It, actually, it might have been fan. Might be. Yeah, fan I don't made. know if they actually said there was always Guardians. I think, but Guardians three. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, being after Thor, which I think will be interesting, especially yeah, considering we do have Thor coming up. Captain Marvel, which I think one of as we're talking about like Thor and like the Guardians going up, uh, potentially gets Adam Warlock having Thor four come first gets him more back into the fighting spirit to maybe take on Adam Warlock. It won't give them that edge they need until they bring in like hint hint hush hush maybe Nova <laughs> to take on Adam but I think it, it makes them better prepared which I think is really good um, you've already talked about how you're really excited for Doctor Strange facts being in the multiverse Elizabeth Olsen is going to be a part of it she's going to be a starring role in it in Doctor Strange in Doctor Strange mm-hmm. And it is going to be a horror film. Which I like because Doctor Strange is, in, even in the comics, is more dark. And, um, he starts off, he's always the witty doctor, but he, he the wit comes, like, that's kind of how he stays sane. Because as the Sorcerer Supreme, the de facto defense of all magical things... He sees a lot of dark stuff on a daily basis and goes to a lot of places that aren't fun to come back from. So the witty doctor, um, Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch coming back as the witty witty doctor, I like a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it will. One thing that I've said, I was kind of disappointed. They don't really show how powerful Doctor Strange is. And I think this movie will magnify it. This dude, he ain't nothing to play with. He's not just out here making water fountains he's like <laughs> yeah um he's he's really he's a really really powerful 
creature, the most powerful magical creature on Earth. Now, other dimensions, different story, but we're keeping on Earth. On Earth, he is the most powerful magical being. Of course, that's different from celestials. Mm-hmm. We'll put the quotations around it, whatever you want to do. Um, and so the introduction of maybe multiple Doctor Stranges, I think would be interesting. Other dark figures. Um, and again, I'm going to throw it out there. The potential for God Doom just keeps getting introduced from so many different factors. Fantastic Four getting introduced. Mm-hmm. Multiple dimensions. They're bringing, they're bringing the mutants in. Give me God Doom. Get, that's all. They announced God Doom. I'm walking away. I'm done. That's all I need to see. Uh, one of the things that I really want to see happen, that I want to see more of, is I really want to see more of. Uh, people are talking about like uh, Spider Man, Deadpool. I really want to see Doctor Strange and Spider Man team up in the MCU. We do get that some in the comics. They've done some in the TV shows. I especially love it, like Ultimate Spider-Man, because um, they are—they literally live in the same city square. Uh, yeah, mm. relatively mm. neighboring boroughs. Don't let yeah. don't let don't let Jesus Murray hear you say that. Yeah, <laughs> New York's a really big city. Yeah, because uh, wait, the Doctor no, Strange doctor uptown. uptown. Where is he? Is he in Manhattan? He might actually be in Manhattan. Yeah, so, yeah I think he, so I think he's like, up there. Yeah, different borders because uh, you know. Yeah, Queens, Queens. Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Captain America's from Brooklyn. No, is he from Brooklyn? He's from Manhattan. No, he's from Brooklyn. No. Where you are? Cap, Caps from Brooklyn. Maybe from Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah, he's from yes, Brooklyn. Because yes. the whole scene. Where are you yep, from, kid? Yep, Queens. Yep, yep, huh? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yep, yep, yeah. Yeah, it is Brooklyn. Yeah. The whole Jesus and Merle, those Captain America statue, like, nah, that should be a biggie statue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Captain America's from, Brook- yeah. from Brooklyn. Uh Tony is downtown Manhattan. As well, far as it's an old one. Yeah. Uh but like I really do want in the MCU. I want to see Spider-Man and Doctor Strange team up because obviously, like Tony and Strange didn't really get along. Like until to the end, where it's just like, is this the one or whatever? Yeah, yeah. And then they had much bigger problems than their personal prejudices. Yeah. Uh, but for him to uh, be introduced, especially if. Mysterio is actually dead or not. Um, the only way to beat a trickster is to mm-hmm. utilize a mind of like not a trickster, but someone equally as witty. Exactly. Um, so I would love to see that. A lot of stuff that I'm super excited for from the Marvel Universe. They also did pretty much confirm Spider-Man three, which I guess is supposed to be Tom Holland's last contract, last movie on his initial contract. Uh, but they can't let that boy go. <laughs> they can't. I will not sit through another reboot. Well, we have the perfect Spider-Man. Yeah, the kid's killing it too. So uh, I'm sure they. I'm sure they realize the gem they have on their hands. They're going to do everything they can to keep it that way. Um, but also looking forward to the potential for cool things in the future. Let's just say it that way. Yeah. Um, but obviously, like that doesn't even scratch the surface of everything that came out of San Diego Comic-Con. There's lots of other stuff that happened. I know Brooklyn Nine-Nine was at San Diego Comic-Con per usual, um, going over fun stuff as they're preparing for Season 7. 
the Russo brothers teased about community, but we haven't heard anything, which I think is real fake. <laughs> Don't tease us like that. Being uh, a real ratchet. So, like, stuff that's really excited for to be a part of. Uh, but let us know what you guys are most excited for. What did you love about San Diego Comic Con? What Marvel property are you excited for the most? Or what DC property on here? Because as everybody knows, we're DC boys on this podcast. Marvel just keeps hitting it at the park. Yeah, CW shows really, really lacking Trash. right now. They're really lacking. Uh, but yeah, you know where to find us. Just tweet at us always at Eman Podcast. I think that's about it. Did you see the Witcher trailer, though? Wait, we're not going to start talking about that. <laughs> no, 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 because it's rubber, right? Well, no, I mean, we're still, like... No, no, we're not talking. Well, okay, here's the thing. The show's 17-minute intros, 32-minute outros. Sam, that Witcher trailer looks amazing. I immediately booted up my computer, re-downloaded Witcher 1, 2, and 3, <laughs> maxed out all the settings, and started a playthrough. <laughs> Netflix does a lot of good things. This is damn near perfect. Like, scenery, feel, atmosphere. And it's a show, right? It's, it's a show. It's a, show. It's a Stranger Things type, God of, God of War, Game of Thrones, Stranger Things, put them all into one, we have The Witcher. I, like, I know it's not like the right game, but what if there's literally a scene, just like a call out to him having to, to chase a chicken? Oh, there probably is going to be. And if it is... They already revealed Roach, and I'm like... They are already into, like, the fandoms of, like, good graces, because they, like, they got Roach right. Mm-hmm. Roach is Love. the horse. Again, if you're if you're a super witcher nerd, you already know this. Geralt has had many horses over the course. He always calls his horse Roach. Even, like, even the horse dies. Roach. <laughs> That's just the name of the horse. But hey, uh, I want to say cautiously optimistic. That'd be lying. I am hyped. Um, I just hope they. I, and again, CG. Pro, this is something we're going to talk more about in TDM. But CG Project Red setting up to take like they're already the front runners for Game of the Year with their Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. But if that game is a hit and this show is a hit at the same time. I don't care who else drops anything. They kind of own the year, mm-hmm. if you ask me personally. But I'm very biased. I stand for Kanye. I stand. For, I stand for CG Project because they're killing it. They really are. Uh, maybe you guys are also just as excited for The Witcher show. Again, tweet us at Man Podcast. But with that, we're gonna call the show. It's good to be back. Port of Miami 2 comes out August 9th, Ricky. Don't come for me. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Chance the Rapper, July yeah, I guess 26th. That would be a Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. So, yeah, August 9th would be the Friday. July 26th, Chance the Rapper. Mm-hmm. And we're also like, we're going to go see John Billion. Are you going to see John Billion? No, Billy? I'm not going to go see John Billion. What? I don't really listen to John Billion that much. Oh, you said that. You're right. Yeah. You said that now. Well, I, I did go see Earth, Wind, and Fire yesterday. I heard that. Oh, was fun. yeah. And then everybody's going to Khalid. Be safe out there. Yeah, Join the Sprint yeah. Center. You're not going to have any signal, so if something happens, we're not going to be able to find out until we watch the If you can't get in, go see Maddie B. Raps. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, ladies and gentlemen. At, at, the, at the middle of it. Literally just at down the, the road. Yeah, I don't know. 
how he did. Did no one look and see like who else is going to be in Kansas City on that day? No, literally just down the road. It's yeah, like, like you, you have to think. Well, harvest. then again, and I don't know how the average time for planning out a tour is because he dropped his album beginning of May. And then probably like a week later, he was just like, oh, yeah, I'm also going on tour. Here are the tour dates. Now, obviously, three, two, three months. Beginning of May this year? Yes. Oh, Khalid has been on there since like at least five months. Like, I knew he was coming when I went to Atlanta, and that was in May. I didn't. I'm not going to Khalid, but I yeah. knew he was I knew he'd been com- was coming for a while. Yeah. So, like, I'm pretty sure because his album came out in May, right? Yeah. Khalid. Yeah, but uh, did it come out in May? No, it came out before, maybe early May. I'm, yeah, it came out early May. Maybe early May. I'm pretty sure it came out early May. Oh, you're talking about Khalid or Matty B? Khalid. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, like, so obviously with, and he might have already been planning it, so, like, he, it's already slated, but in terms of, like, people, the public knowledge knowing, there's, like, a... Two to three oh, months kid, run time. This is Kansas City. There's like you, you could have picked a better weekend. Like, yeah, last yeah, like, weekend. Every literally any other weekend. Yeah, who was yeah. last weekend? I think I the know. Jonas Brothers. He can't. No, Jonas Brothers is coming next month. Oh, that's next month. Yeah. I, I, the way people are tweeting about it. Oh, it got announced last weekend. That's why. No, it's been known for a hot minute. Then what happened last weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Sean Mendes was last weekend. Yeah, no, he can't compete. Oh yeah, he can't. Do no, that. Sean Mendes was Friday. Was this Friday? Yes. This was a terrible weekend. That's a horrible <laughs> life decision, Manny B. What's going on over there? I don't know. At the same time, I don't even know how many people like religiously follow him uh, or listen to his music. And the babies coming out this like is in town this week. Oh, too. the babies. Yeah. Yeah. There. Let's guys. Also, if you want to hire us as like touring managers to like plan your schedules, at least for Kansas City, we're not going nowhere. Uh, we would do that for a very small fee of get us to San Diego Comic Con. <laughs> but, you know, it's Kansas City. Like, you can find a good weekend where not, where there isn't a big name artist here. Yeah. It's pretty easy, too. It's pretty easy. It also depends on, like, how far out he was planning. Yeah. But, like, it's not. Because like, it's like, he finds, like, because here's how I always imagine it. It's kind of like whenever... Like us regular people do something of importance. We make a decision, like say we're gonna go, we're gonna go buy something. We literally go buy it. Like we plan for a couple weeks, okay, I'm gonna go buy it. We go buy it. Literally the next day we go in the store, we see it's on sale. Yep. That's probably what happened. Like he planned it probably like six, seven months out. Two months later, Khalid's coming to Kansas City, same day. <laughs> That's like everybody that dropped an album this Friday. It's like, oh yeah. Cool. You drop an album this Friday, and then Beyonce comes in. Like, all right, cool. Not gonna get. Like, I, I didn't want to do that anyway. <laughs> I didn't want to drop an album anyway. Right. I didn't care about streaming numbers. Uh, but guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Even More About Nothing, the show where we talk about absolutely nothing. All the place to get sometimes factual nerd news, and all the banter to go with it. Phil, Rev, tell them where to find you at. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at the Rev Phil, on Snapchat at da Rev Phil. <laughs> I believe. And Don't you just change it to to the Rev. Do Rev. And yeah, I, I, oh, I'm also on Instagram. 
but so I think Fam, we had a party when we found out the rap was on Instagram. Yes. Um, and I don't know those three because I don't really go on Facebook anymore. So. No. <laughs> no, there's no reason to. I think I'm like legally obligated to be there, so that's why he's on there. <laughs> I have responsibilities. Yeah. Where can they find you, Mookie? Uh, I'm on the internet at some combination of Westside Mookie and an underscore somewhere. <laughs> on all social media streaming platforms and video game systems except Xbox, which I don't really be on. The real Mookie 833. It'd be around. It'd be around. Uh, guys, you can always uh, find me at Matt underscore Ogutu on all social media platforms. Still haven't changed my PSN, but I'm not going to disclose that at this point in time. Uh, make sure you are following us on all social media at E-Man Podcast. Yeah, yeah, Facebook.com yeah. backslash even more about nothing. Yeah, yeah. We are on every major streaming platform. So go ahead, like, subscribe, and leave a rating wherever you like to listen. And for some very, 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 very exciting news going to be announced over the next couple weeks, make sure you follow our company social media at White Noise LLC. Did I say that right this time? Yeah. I actually know some things. Look at that. Look at God. W-H-I-T-E-N-O-I-Z-L-L-C. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm young CEO. Sure. And with that, <laughs> can, 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 we just, can we get no. copyright strikes yeah. over that? I think it won. It was a short enough reference that it's good. And I think, you, and, and I think you say it so terribly they don't care. Anyways. <laughs> Probably. But anyways, we will catch you guys next week.